Hey guys, back with another episode of the Black Box Podcast. I'm your host, John. And I'm your host, Ahmed. And today we're going to be talking about a concept that I think is pretty interesting. It was brought to me by my my good friend, Mustafa Zaidi. Um, he's sitting with us right now. So if you want to introduce yourself. What up, guys? I'm Mustafa, longtime friend of Ahmed and John's. And uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about just world hypothesis, right? So... I vaguely know what it is. John doesn't really know what it is. I have no Moose, idea. I can give, yeah. Moose kind of knows what it is. So we're going to talk about that. Most likely go off on a bunch of tangents as I usually do and as Moose is known to do. But I think this is going to be a good one. So let's just get right into it. Let's dive in. So, I mean, I can kind of set the scene. I think the just world hypothesis is something everyone is somewhat familiar with, but me just doesn't know by name. It's the idea that, or it's, you know, the, like the idea that everything happens for a reason and like good things happen to good people. It's, yeah. The whole hypothesis is that that's a fallacy. The other name is like just world fallacy. And that basically things don't happen for a reason things just happen. There's no like intrinsic benefits. Like karma doesn't exist. So wait, does a believer in just world believe that like good things can happen to anyone, regardless of whether, how, whether yeah. how so, good like, or most bad they people are operate under, I think most people intrinsically operate under the belief of a just world. Like if I do good things, good things will happen to me. If people do bad things, bad things happen to them, vice versa. And that's, like their driving principles. It's kind of like a base instinct I feel most people have. But the idea is of of the fallacy of the hypothesis is like philosophers put forward. It's like that's not a real thing. Like the world is totally random. Like you can do bad things and good things happen to you and vice versa. Like your actions don't have consequences in like a cosmic sense. Like obviously directly your actions have consequences, but just because you do good things, that doesn't mean good things will come to you. Or, like, you could be a shitty person and still, like, kind of fail upwards through life, so to speak. You know, the weird thing is that, like, I don't know. I I would say that I'm a believer in karma. Like, I think that if, like, if I do, if I put in, like, X amount of effort, I will get X amount in return at some point in the future, right? Like, I, I do actually believe in that, but I... Also, don't I don't think people get what they deserve. I feel like there are like we were talking about this earlier. He was a great student, great guy, great personality and everything. And he struggled finding a job for like over a year out of college. Right. Which isn't that uncommon, but definitely sucks. And it's like there are people that were probably less qualified than him. And like in terms of grades, in terms of skills all of that kind of stuff that did get jobs like straight out of college and just like do some like do some people just get like fucked over more than others is that is that basic is that basically what it is yeah basically that's like that's a good example of it i think if you take it to i like some examples that take it to more extremes are like you know when you're out and about you maybe see like homeless people or like even a homeless problem in general like the average person, not explicitly, but like if you see a homeless person, you kind of like 
you think to some extent, if you think about how they got there, some people will say it was their own fault or like they think they attributed like the person's own actions attributed to their situation. And that can be true, but you could also just end up in that situation out of like an insane like random series of events right? yeah like the oa like the oa financial collapse like so many people ended up without jobs like homeless or whatever and like they might not have contributed at all to whatever happened there they just kind of drew a bad hand and they may have maybe been great people some of them may have been shitty people some of the people who came out on top they were probably the worst people you could probably ever meet they were exploiting the system purposely they came out on top and millions of people lost jobs. People killed themselves. It was like a terrible time for a lot of people. Wait, let me, let me just add something quick before I lose my train of thought. Cause I wanted to get this comment in, but uh, I feel like what we were saying is somewhat true, but also there's other factors that play into it. Like, yes, I, I do believe that if you are, you know, a positive uh, influence on the, those around you and the world in general, good things and good opportunities will present themselves to you, but you have to be willing to, you know, you have to have the proper planning and be assertive to take those opportunities. Like, I don't think someone just existing and being nice to people and doing the right thing every day is going to mean that they're going to get a million dollar salary or yeah. find the love of their life. Like there's other factors that play into it, but I think approaching every day with the positive mindset and all that kind of stuff is definitely going to put you in the right position. Even with like, um, like you see a bunch of stuff, like, especially now about like, um, gender in the workplace, right. And how for like, as long as we know, like, like women have been at a disadvantage in the workplace, right? Like a lot mm -hmm. of the times, like historically, like promotions have been given to their like male counterparts simply because they're male. And I remember in one of my business classes, it was like an implicit bias where um, like managers were more reluctant to promote women because they were thinking about the fact that at some point they will need to go on maternal leave and can't work for X amount of time. Right. And it's like, even though, even if a woman in like in those past times, even if, if that woman was a better employee than the guy, the guy would get promoted. And like, that's just like, not, it's like not fair, but it happened. Right. And it's something that probably still happens to this day. So that's, yeah, I mean, that's exactly true. And it's a great example, even kind of towards the idea of the a just world, quote unquote, being a fallacy. Like that is inherently an unjust thing that ha that has happened to women for millennium is that they just, you know, the wage gap opportunities, what have you, like, it's people's perceptions that drive it but in in a truly just world like that wouldn't happen in a truly just world a lot of bad things kind of wouldn't happen and john i think you made an excellent point where you know there is a there's like not a middle ground so much but like what you said was accurate we're approaching life positively but also like taking actions to make your life better obviously those will make your life better but just being like just being a good person by yourself like by itself in and of itself, like the like the universe is not going to then conspire to bring good things to you. Like you have to go out and get those good things for yourself. And kind of similarly, you could be like a really shitty person. Like you could be an asshole, but also be driven enough to drive yourself to success. You make like a think. few key correct decisions and you could be like 
doing insanely well in every aspect of well, their life. I also feel like in a lot of cases too, nicer people are nicer for back of, lack of a better word. Um, they tend to be more selfless. So they're usually not willing to step on those ahead of them or they won't be willing to step over people to get where they need to be. That's why I feel like in some cases you might see, you know, more people that are dicks actually have those roles and get ahead. I don't know if, if that's, that honestly is not fact-based at all, but that's just how I feel. I don't yeah. know if you guys agree, but yeah, no. go ahead, uh, go ahead. yeah one more thing. Um, I guess then the topic that we're talking about, you could technically say just world also means fair world because yeah. we uh, the world is not fair. So, I think to some extent believing that just world is, is similar but uh, kind of, you know, not the full picture. I know. I feel like so Luna has talked to me once about like energies, right? Like how – and like she'll listen to this and laugh because like she knows like I, I'm like I'm like a pretty skeptical person I think when it comes to a lot of a lot of energy like, chakras and yeah yeah and she was like yeah you're, if you put energy into the universe like it'll come back to you in some way and like I I, I don't know I really don't think that's true because like like you could have people that are grind like what i feel like we've been talking about the workplace a lot but it is very applicable applicable because it's corporate america is not fair a lot of the time right like you will have somebody puts in so much work right maybe they report to a manager the manager gets all the credit and he gets some like big reward out of it i mean i i haven't witnessed that but like that's not unheard of like i'm sure like, i'm sure that's happened to people listening right now right. and or like you, I I know I know John is not a fan of corporate America, but <laughs> like cl- climbing the ladder and all of that kind of shit, it's all about seizing like the correct opportunities. Like like you could you could complete ten things that push the business forward that did it like cleared all these milestones that the company had, but another guy could do one thing that impresses the right person. And all of a sudden he just sat in the company. Right. I remember th- this was, this was actually ironic that he told us this, but when I was an intern for my company, we had like a lunch and learn with one of the senior VPs, right. Big guy in the company. And he was telling us that like, he was basically propelled up the ladder in his career because one time the building in like the 80s like research the research park building had a bunch of like just random stuff in the hallway and at some he would just like at like 5 30 or something he left his office and just started cleaning it up and like one of the former leaders in the company saw that and was like, this is the kind of initiative we need. It literally pulled him to the top, right? So it's like, like other people may have thought like, oh, like this is pr- pretty messy. Like, should I clean it? And then maybe they did, maybe they didn't, but they didn't get witness doing it. And then like that could change like your salary by hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, at the end of the day, that guy was just ended up in a circumstance where he was just plucked out of essentially just plucked out of a hat like a random luck of the draw like yeah it's like right said, place like, right time yeah like you said there may have been other people that 
were working way harder, trying to do more, but you know, they just didn't get there. They just ended up in that one situation where they ended up propelling themselves to the top. Well, yeah, I guess if you're talking about truly just, <clears throat> you'd have to then, I guess, refer back to fairness that if he stayed late and made took that initiative or, you know, did whatever he did to catch that leader's attention, technically every person that does that should deserve the same kind of treatment when in reality there's just not enough spots to be offered up. Yeah, I, the the thing is that like I don't I don't think it is possible to have any organization, let alone a world that is completely fair. Because yeah. whenever whenever somebody gets like like what like luck is an is like a real thing, right? Like there are some people that get something like something insane happens in their life, changes their life forever for the better, and sometimes it's you know, people aren't so lucky and some crazy shit just ruins their life. Right. And I feel like you can't really like, how do you, how do you eliminate that? Like that things sometimes just happen. Like somebody will like accidents happen, right? Like a car accident. Like you, you hear car accidents where people get like injured or whatever and then they get like tens of millions of dollars in a lawsuit because some guy in a rolls royce hit them so they're just like oh money let's just get all of that money right then you hear like i remember when i was in middle school like again another tangent right um this kid this kid that was in one of my classes didn't i did not see him in school for like a year and a half and then like after like a few weeks people were like yo like where is he like what happened and then i found out he got hit by a car on an uh not like a highway but basically a highway with traffic lights right the car was going 60 apparently he got hit and went like flying like like 10 like dozens of feet and was like all like borderline paralyzed and like he had to repeat a grade of school. Like I had a, I had a pretty good relationship with him, but not close enough to the point where like, Oh, this was also before, but I think before I had a cell phone. Right. Right. And, uh, yeah, I was just like, dude, like I, I saw him afterwards and I was like, what, like what happened? He was like, yeah. So like I got, basically I got hit by a car and then I could not do anything myself for like, a year and a half of my life like like that's that's one of those things like nobody could prepare for that and like was it fair that it happened to him like did, did he do something to get this to deserve getting hit by a car like probably not yeah does anybody do anything to deserve to get hit by a car some some something you said earlier that um that kind of like got my attention about like how you have to like almost like you can't be selfless to get, you can't be extremely selfless or completely selfless to get all the way to the top. I think, Um, I think you can be selfless and get to the top, but you always like, I think everyone owes it to themselves to put themselves first, because if you don't prioritize yourself, you'll never be able to be as effective as you can in helping other people. Yeah, but have you ever realized, like, it's like, I feel like it's a common stereotype where a lot of, like, leaders tend to be dicks. And that's I remember, what, Yeah, that's what I was saying before. Like, yeah. like, to get to that position, 
you had to be chosen over someone else at some point and whether like whatever you did to do that like like whether it was you just did an outstanding job or maybe you sabotaged the other guy in some way i just I feel know. like uh, i i don't know where i was i was reading about like workplace dynamics and stuff i don't remember where but agreeability like being too agreeable is actually detrimental to your own success yeah. in corporate america and kind of anywhere like because if you're just a yes man like you're not significant at all like being vocal you need to change things up yeah yeah like you need people skills you can't just be an asshole and just screw about everything and just like fucking call people idiots or something but like you cannot be 100 percent agreeable you need to have a voice and that's you know acting in your own self-interest or against someone else's interest like that's kind of the same thing you can't be totally selfless at some point you have to be selfish to get yourself ahead wait john what were what were you saying earlier i feel like well basically what i was trying to say was in terms of the balancing between you know how much of a dick and how assertive are you supposed to be and how selfless are you supposed to be and in terms of you know being maybe a good person quote unquote but i feel like a lot of times you do see people that are in leadership roles that tend to be dicks is because that balancing act is a really hard skill to you know get the reins of like usually like i'll find myself even in the day-to-day life like i'll go through a phase where i'm finding myself being way too selfless and not sticking up for myself or keeping my best interest in you know in the main focus and then i start to you know realize i have to kind of turn the wheel and be like you know maybe it's time to prioritize myself a little bit and make some noise and maybe contradict some people like i felt like i've been the most effective in the office the more uh, I contradict other people's opinions because I'm bringing like an entirely different viewpoint to the table. Yeah. I, I also like I, another example. All right. So my, my manager at work, I think is like a very selfless guy, like a very nice, very n- just nice human being. Like besides being a great manager to me, he's just like a great guy. And um a few months ago the executive director of my team got like he got like an internal job in another department so his position was vacant right so the person directly below him was my manager who is a director and then i work on the makeup team and then there was a skincare team they had a, a director and an executive director rather than promoting my manager to the executive director position the executive director of the skincare team moved into that role and then the director of that other team got promoted to executive director and i remember i was in a meeting when they announced that and i i just like i was working from home but i was just like like holy fuck like that has to hurt if you're like if you're my manager but i i really think that part of it is that because I remember he talked to me about this in one of our one-on-one meetings, like kind of salty, but like not like not very forwardly salty. He was kind of like, he's like, yeah, like if you want to really like push your way to the top and all of that, like sometimes you just like you have to you have to like focus and be uh, very specific about things that like maybe are not really that important. So he was talking about how 
like everyone who's been an executive director cares about something. He was like Bennett, who was like my old boss. He was like, he was very particular with uh, like making sure everybody is like caught up on trainings and SOPs and all of this like very formal stuff. And then like the, my, the executive director that is now my boss She's very particular with specifications for all of like all of the work that we do as engineers and all of that. And he was like, I, he was like, because I don't like push or press anyone too hard for that. He, he thinks that like that might be something that hurt him. And I was like, in my head, I'm just like, it's also like, he's like a, just a very nice guy where it's very easy for his presence to like almost fall through the cracks. Yeah, it's like at like higher management, they see the people that are making big changes and like like the people that are annoying to like the low like the entry and like basically to like the individual contributors, the people that like kind of give them a harder time are usually viewed higher by like senior management, right? Because right. they're they're the ones that are like ensuring technical readiness and all of this are like making sure that everything is as robust as possible. Whereas like the nice guy who's genuinely trying, like, I remember he told me, he was like, yeah, like if you do something great, I will make sure to let my leadership know that it was you and like, not me. Now, like he's, I remember he said that to me directly and I was like, damn, that's like something I would never have thought to like, would come up in conversation, but I'm glad he said something like that. Well, I think that also comes down to like the type of person you are and you just being happy at the end of the day. Like, will you be genuinely happier taking credit for everything and presenting it as your own just so you can maybe get that next promotion or would it help you sleep better at night knowing you, you know, advocated for the right people and did the right thing. Yeah. I think it I, also boils down to that too. I feel like he's also, in terms of like just world, just to like get back to that topic, I feel like he he doesn't really want the promotion as much as maybe other people do. Like I feel like he's just very content with his life the way like the way it currently is, which I is probably easier to imagine when you're fifty years old. Like there, you will eventually reach a point, like maybe for some people, where like you don't feel the need to like bust your ass like extra hard for like in incremental improvement in your job title or whatever. Even that idea though, like right there, like your managers never told you that. And I'm not saying it's not true. It could very well be true, but he, you like from your perception, he does good work. And he's good for the company, but he didn't get that promotion. So you've rationalized it as him probably not wanting it. And that's, what a lot of people do, like most people, most people in general, like the human brain just wants to wants to see patterns and everything, which is why like people believe implicitly in a just world. They think, you know, do X and Y comes out of it. It's the same idea. Like if people end up rationalizing for themselves things happening as being part of a just world. Like they're saying everything happens for a reason. Like your manager is probably happy in his position, but like someone else who put in the same work you could take a carbon copy of him and it might be someone who really wanted that promotion he still didn't get it even though he perceived himself as doing enough work at the end of the day it's because it's not like just because he did good things doesn't mean everything good is going to happen for him 
Yeah, I mean, uh, just I guess this 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 will be my last example of that of the episode. <laughs> I feel like I've been doing this a lot, but recently I've been interviewing candidates for summer internships, uh, and I I like volunteer to do a bunch of a bunch of like especially younger people at my company they do it to like help with recruitment and all of that. Um, I I just I I thought it would be a, a good experience. I did it last year and I really liked it. And in the interviews, like, it's almost like I ask like a series of questions, but after like the first two questions, my mind is already made up on like what I think of the candidate, right? Like, there were a few candidates, they blew me away with their answers, like the first two questions. And I was like, I yeah, like this they're, guy. <laughs> they're probably, yeah, I was like, yeah, they're probably going to get it. Yeah. And then there are other people where I, I there was this uh, this one candidate that I asked her a question and for like 60 seconds, she didn't say anything. And I was like, I was like, in my head, I was like, yo, is this real life right now? Like, <laughs> like should, and then like, I was like, all right, maybe, maybe I should try to help her out. So then I tried to like, kind of be more specific with the question and help, like help her in that way. Eventually she like, like, to be completely honest, like the answer wasn't great. Like even, even as a recruit, like helping out with recruitment and like, I'm trying to be fair with my assessment of everyone, but even, even like the candidates that maybe weren't as good, I did try to like help them out a little, if that makes any sense. Um, and I don't know, like sometimes I, there were, I got some answers to questions that I just felt were so insincere. Like, uh yeah yeah i want to follow up on that so go for it you guys have heard the term i bet i I mean i've said it in front of you so i hope you remember but you know the term there's levels yeah yeah so cliche you know stupid but like it it applies because you know some people going through their everyday might think that they're giving it their best effort but they don't even realize that there's like another level or two or three or four to unlock beyond that but then they're at the same time there are people candidates in this case that have already reached that next level and the level above that. So that's why they're able to, you know, reach a standard of someone that's already in the field. You know, it kind of just comes down to perception, like including, and this ties into the just world stuff. Cause if you think you're giving your best every day, but you don't really know that there's another 20, 30% of capacity in you that you haven't even tapped into yet. And then you're not getting those opportunities and things aren't paying off for you. I feel like you won't actually receive that, payoff or goal until you you know reach the the standard but at at the same time is that right like should everyone's personal standard of doing good enough be enough or do we have to constantly meet the expectations of i don't know a business standard or some level of standard that's been set by the world in general i mean that almost bring brings up the question like does does everyone have like a different capacity to do things, right? Like are some people just able to do more than others or is it like a skill that you can learn where you could take on more, like more either like academic things, work things, extracurricular, like whatever it is, right? And something that I've noticed is that if I'm, not that busy, I will get very little done. Whereas if I am extremely busy, I will get 
so much shit done. Like it's almost like I I need that pressure to push me into being as productive as I can be. But do you think that like maybe that helps me maximize my like set capacity, or do you think that I'm like f- increasing my capacity as I get better at working and time management and all of that? I think you're probably increasing your capacity. I mean, so I think for any person, like the absolute limit of what someone can do is probably the same across most human beings. But like the drive to reach that doesn't exist amongst everyone. Like there are plenty of people who could be, I think, in positions that any one of us three are, but they're not. And there could be other circumstances, but there are definitely people who just are not driven enough to reach their full capacity. And that ends up being like a mental state thing. If you're not willing to put in the work, then you're not going to get to where you could be. And that's just like, that's just how it is. Like under pressure, you excel, but there are people who under pressure fold and they could probably work on that, change that up. But like they fold, they give up and they never, they'll never try to do more than what they can already do. And then they'll never kind of excel. Do you think though, that if those same people didn't like give up in that, in that moment that they would be able to just like somehow figure out how to do all the tasks that they need to do? Or do you think that maybe they were way in over their head? Like another saying you always hear like this guy's in over his head or this girl's in over her head or whatever. Like, is it, are there some people that can just do more in a single day than me and you can? And people that can do, that do less or like are not able to do as much as like, I, I don't think, I don't think any of us are like standout, like time management, like right. prote- protégés or anything, but are there people that just cannot, don't have the capacity, whether it's like patience or persistence or whatever it is to do as many things in a single day? On an individual to individual basis, definitely. I mean, they're like people are different on that scale, but I still think given like any person could reach, like any person who's not at our level could reach our level with enough work and I guess vice versa. Like I think the absolute limits of human, like there's not like another person isn't going to put in X amount of work or if someone puts in more work than me, like, I guess maybe they won't get to where I am, but like you could theoretically put in enough work to be better at something or to grow a skill. All those things, patience, persistence, like the ability to work under pressure, like those are learnable skills, but some people will just give up and not learn them. Yeah. I don't know where that capacity lies, but that could be based on a multitude of factors, I think. But I think every person has the capability to be as good as anyone else, but maybe they just don't have the that's the willpower to do it they don't have they don't have the luck of other people or just the desire to to reach that that might not be a goal for them i just feel like that that, that's another good point everyone has a different set of desires and goals i think a really good example that i just remembered of something like that is there is this um this indian mathematician i think this is like late or mid 20th century his name was ramanujan this guy had basically no formal education, but some British like mathematician found him and realized that he was a mathematical genius. Like 
You found him in like his late teens or maybe early twenties, and the dude was a protege. Like there are several like big mathematical theories and discoveries and concepts that like are directly attributed to Ramanujan. But he his circumstances, he grew up poor, he had no formal education, he couldn't really grow those skills. And like he could have been great, but just the circumstances he started in kind of hindered that from happening. But this man was no, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but the, the fact that I didn't know his name, like I didn't immediately recognize him the way like I recognize like Albert Einstein or Isaac Newton or somebody like that. It, it like supports your thing with like people's conditions have a huge impact on like how much recognition they'll get or what they're able to accomplish and all that. But I'm sorry for interrupting. Keep going. No, I mean, you basically hit the nail on the head though. Like, you never know how many Albert Einsteins exist, but they were born in like Afghanistan in the middle of the war and died before they had the were given the opportunity to like build up that intellect and become impactful. Yeah, it's just it kind of goes back to just the world. Like the circumstances you're born in are completely out of your control, and they can completely sandbag you for your entire life. How is that just in any way? How is that fair anyway? Just you yeah. have literally no control over it. With, without without getting political, what's, I, I think this would be a good thing to like like wrap up with. I remember I had this conversation with uh, with Luna once. Like we were going on a long drive and we were just talking about how the world isn't fair, right? And how religion ties into it. Which again, I'm not going to give any opinions on this on this manner or matter at all, right? But like. It was kind of like how like like right now, right? We're we're sitting in like a temperature controlled house, like we're comfortable. We we have enough good things in our life where we could recreationally record a podcast, right? While there are kids, like children being trafficked for horrible things, right? And it's like like it like I remember the question came up, it's like if 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 you believe in a god or if you don't like why is this happening like why why does this happen kids and i i don't think that kids like re- their actions really uh like to a certain extent like require repercussions or consequences right like a 2 year old kid if a 2 year old kid like spits on somebody they're pr- they have no idea what they're doing. They're two years old, right? But like that happens to some people. Like if you're imagine if you're born into that, you are obviously at a clear disadvantage to somebody born in the United States. Like no, like I don't think anybody would disagree with that statement. So it's like, Wait, where did the kid spitting on someone come in? Oh no, that that was just a <laughs> random example that came into my. But head. no, I I agree with you, and I guess. Again, good thing to wrap up on is that I don't think you could say that the world is just because it's handing it, that would basically be saying that everyone starts out at square one in the same position with the same opportunities and it's up to you to make it happen. Yeah. But that's not the case and there like we just said there are people that you know they'll never get a chance to explore their potentials and their skills and their opportunities because their life situation doesn't allow for it. They're constantly in a survival mode. And then yeah. that doesn't give you the time to express yourself. And yeah. Life isn't fair at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, so we're collectively saying we don't agree with that notion. 
that just world, world? Is just, yeah. yeah i mean that's the whole that is what it is the just world hypothesis is that the idea of a just world a fair world is a fallacy and i think we all agree with that i think anyone who thinks about it critically would agree with that because there are plenty of examples i mean life ain't fair everyone knows that saying life just isn't fair sometimes because we're just on a rock floating through an infinite universe where anything is happening and nobody knows why but then moose is making it turning this into a much uh, bigger topic (laughs) we'll have to run it back for another one and dive deeper on something because i was going to say then you could you know if once again, not to get too religious or political or anything, but some people have this theory or there is this theory that is on the internet that every person lives every life of everyone that's ever been on earth ever. I don't know if you've heard about that. There's like a story and it's actually, it's you know that Logic song where it's called Waiting Room? That's literally based on a, a famous like sm- short story. Um, so, I, that's... I mean, that sounds like a whole other. Episode. I'm saying we can't we can't dive into that now, but it basically ties back to the point that you were saying, where everyone is dealt a different hand when they're born. So that's immediately you can't say that things are fair because some people are born in a war, like stricken country, and then other people are born in United States of America, where we have healthcare and these things that not every country has. Yeah, for sure. But but maybe maybe next time we have Moose on the podcast, I'll remember to actually properly introduce you and talk about how we met so <laughs> i guess i guess that ropes you in for another episode yeah that one will be a mystery for no, let's pencil you in for another one yeah no doubt no doubt but thank you moose for hopping on yeah um, thanks for coming I hope, on. I hope you enjoyed it because no, it was a great time we definitely did and i hope our listeners enjoy it as well and john if you would like to plug our social media yeah so uh you know you can find our posts and content at black box podcast no a in the black you know our twitter's basically non-existent but our instagram's popping got good growth coming you know i post or me and ahmed ahmed and i uh we post pictures uh updating the progress of downloads and stuff it's looking really good every month month after month we've been growing getting more downloads so super excited to keep putting out content i think this was a great episode with moose really wanted to get him on and you know Thanks for coming. See you next time. Bye. Peace.